What's good, Josh? This is Dom. What's good, everybody? This is Isaac. And this is Street Ball episode 36. This is our Marcus Smart episode. All right. I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> Yo, so before we get started, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Ball's Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications and ring that bell. Now, almost right after we got off the air last week, NBA free agency started. And we don't oh, possibly uh, yeah, we possibly don't have enough time to cover it all in depth, but we got a lot for you guys today, uh, including some trade rumors, some trades, also some other uh, contract extensions that we want to talk about. We're ready. You ready? Let's get it. Man. All right. What's up? Let's talk about it, man. The Lakers, your favorite team. <laughs> the team that puts you through, through anxiety and just stress and a lot of BS I see them. So. Yo, honestly, before I started doing the show, um, I was a distant Laker fan because it caused me so much stress. But given that we have to talk about it every week, I had to be locked in this year, and it was very stressful. Um, but uh, let's talk about it. First off, the Lakers made a lot of good moves in this year's free agency. First off, re-signing a lot of players. Um, Rui Hachimura, three years, $51 million. I really like this deal. Uh, Rui, Rui came on. Uh, we also got Cam Reddish, who signed a minimum two-year contract. But Rui came on uh, mid-year last year, um, had a, had an okay impact in the regular season, but really shined in the postseason, having multiple 20-point games, shooting almost 50% from the three-point line, and just showing his value as a as a multi-position uh, defender. Uh, what, what do you think about this one, Isaac? How do you like this one? I honestly love Cam Reddish. I feel like Cam is going to thrive in a Lakers uniform. I think he's really going to blow his career up. You know, you know the Lakers probably the biggest platform in the NBA. One of them for sure. I love, yeah. I love this pickup. I think he's the killer. I saw him when I at Atlanta with Big O, so I've seen him in person. And <laughs> bro, I see the Lakers winning next season. No, nah, man. You know what? Like this is a low risk potentially high reward signing uh cam obviously a, a former lottery pick out of duke came out um i believe he came out with with zion um that team was nuts uh he he has the ability to defend multiple positions he can shoot a really good three and d potential guy so i really like this one um but I, once again the the second year is a player option so well, we can also we can always see this going one way, depending on how the how the roster shakes up. Could be injuries or whatever, and Cam can get a really good chance, especially being with a veteran team with LeBron and AD. So I'm really excited about this. Not big time winning. How tall is Cam? It's like six eight. Six eight. It's a big body, bro. It's dangerous. It's a big time pickup, in my opinion. Long arms, really athletic, can get out there and jump and run. So I'm really excited about this one. Um, Shoot, man, I'm excited. But yeah, next one, next one. We re-signed D'Angelo Russell. Two years, $37 million. Um, great signing by here. Like, obviously, D'Lo didn't do great in the playoffs. Mixed mix, uh, results. But all in all, still a really good signing at a really good price. I believe uh, D'Angelo was making close to $30 million before this. So to get him right at his price range is a really good, really good pickup. Yeah, man, what do you think about this one, Dom? What do you think? Uh, is this make or break? What, what do you think? Does it make or break the Lakers? I don't think it makes or breaks us. Um, as, as you saw last year in the playoffs, we spent 
a lot of time like it, it was situational right and that's i think this is a situational contract like delo's not a great defender so if he's not thriving offensively uh this you could really like say that this is um like he doesn't need to play honestly um unless oh, you, know, you know you know what i just noticed right now what's that you got a unibrow going he's been chilling <laughs> with ad he's been he's been in that locker room with ad binding real well <laughs> hey yo man hey where you at where you at oh i'm at the airport man i'm headed to summer league so headed to vegas and hey, what they say catch flights not feelings you know that you know that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yo um but all, all in all at the price tag this is a really good signing to me uh i really believe that d'lo could be a really key piece to a championship team i just don't think he's a He's obviously not a number two guy. He's more of a number three. Um, and our number three this our number three this year could be split by anybody by this guy or Austin Reeves, who we actually signed back at what many would consider a bargain. Four years, $56 million, uh, which is really backloaded. He's set to make um, around, you know, like $8 million the first three years, and then it gets up in, in the last three or four. Um um, there's there's a little controversy over the signing because Austin Reeves was, was set to get a max deal for his tier, uh, upwards to $98 million in free agency. But the Lakers said they would sign him no matter what and match the offer, which led for teams to back off. What do you think about this deal? I love it. But we love Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves proved himself. Big-time player. Big-time piece for the Lakers. And I'm, I'm glad they finally – kept somebody they always let dudes go it's, it's it's about time i think austin reeves he needs to stay in the lakers in the format but you know how it goes he'll probably get picked up for more money or somewhere else it is what it is well everybody compares him to alex caruso who we let go which was the heart and soul of our 2020 championship team but austin reeves impact statistically is way higher than alex caruso ever was um he obviously makes What's that? You got a you got a better hairdo, bro. You got a better oh, hairdo. I mean, to be fair to Alex Caruso, he he doesn't have any hair, so uh, <laughs> you you and Alex Caruso about to be twins soon, cousin. Hey, chill out, man. <laughs> chill out. I got some time, bro. Don't do me like that. I got some time. <laughs> nah, hey, but this this is a great signing all all over. Uh, Austin Reeves, especially after the All Star break, when we when we did the trades, uh, stepped up his game. Average um, average over 15 points a game. Shot damn near 50% from the three-point line. What almost led the league in two-throw percentage. And is a very underrated passer and playmaker. So um, we we can see LeBron going off the ball more and being comfortable with it with Austin Reeves being able to run the point. So I'm really excited about this pick. And we also got another signing. A little league guard from the Big West. Blew up this UC Santa Barbara's finest, Gabe Vincent, signs a three-year, $33 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers, bringing him to L.A. after a very good two- or three-year stint with the Miami Heat. What do you think about this one? I mean, I think this is big time. I didn't know his background. You gave me the background story. But at UC Santa Barbara, um, didn't you tell me he got injured? He came off an injury? He tore his ACL back in the day, for sure. That's, that's crazy, man. Like, you never know who's – gonna make he's a big time player now and respect to him man and i like i like this pickup he's a big time pickup 
this is this is one of those exceptions. We talk about this. God makes pros, right? He's not a six eight with seven foot wingspan, things like that. He's just a very consistent and solid basketball player. Makes he's a mid-range killer. Um doesn't turn the ball over, can play really good defense. Just a very, very solid guy. We see him right here where he started humble roots with the Stockton Kings back in the day. Um, he's also uh, worked out with Gus Armstead, our guy, our guy, Eric Pop. So Sacramento's finest right here. Um, he got his chance in Sacramento with Sacramento Kings organization, made the most of it. And it's now, dude, uh, <laughs> uh, a millionaire. Eight-figure millionaire, eight-figure millionaire. So, I mean, Spencer Price tag in LA. Uh, he probably he probably gonna be in uh, Marina Del Rey or some shit like that. But still, uh, more more money than I've ever made in my life by far. So I'm I'm happy for him, honestly. Especially playing against him in the Big West, seeing his journey and seeing where he's at now. This this is amazing. So I'm happy for him, and wait, I'm happy for the team. Signing. Yeah, wait, Dama, did you guys beat you guys beat UC Santa Barbara, right? Yes, we did. We beat them on our way to going to our first NCAA tournament in school history. Shout out to the Annie, wow. baby. UCI, baby. UCI. How much you gave Vincent had? I don't remember, man. We we beat them. They had Allen Williams, too, who also played in the NBA. Uh, two NBA players on that team, and we beat them. I mean, you, you played against him in the Big West. How did like, can you wrap your mind around him being on the TV, playing in the, in the big leagues? Like, how does that – how do you – Every time, every time I see a guy on, on the TV that I played against or coached or whatever, like, you know, some guys aren't surprising. But when you talk about, like, Gabe Vincent or Spencer Dinwiddie, bro, Spencer Spencer was really good in high school. Don't get it twisted. But he, he didn't even average 10 points per game his senior year at Taft. And we beat them. When I was at Centennial, we beat them too. Like, to see these guys come up and just just overcome all the odds – it's amazing. Never know. Yeah, it's what basketball is all about. Because, never know. Because, like, you, you got the seven-footers and all those people, but, like, if you're a guard, it's – a lot of times it's a, how hard you work, man. Like, you got to be perfect at the end of the day. And you got to be consistent. And you got to have a mindset and a mentality. And clearly Gabe Vincent has that. So I'm really happy for him, bro. Really Please happy. Man. Give him his flowers. Yo, yo, free agency is not even close to being done. We got our second one. Draymond Green, right when uh free agency opened on Friday, he's he re-signed with the dubs four years, a hundred million dollars. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying Draymond might go elsewhere. What do you think about this signing? I love Draymond, he's a winner, and I, I don't see him leaving the Warriors. I don't see Draymond Green in any other uniform but a Warriors uniform. I just don't. Nah, I, I don't. <laughs> hey, he's he he's a lifer, man, and and I think it's well known that he's he like as much as he's valuable to the Warriors, the Warriors are very valuable to him. You're not going to find a Steph and Clay anywhere else. And now they got the signing of they got the trade of CP3. This team, um, oh. I don't expect them to be a regular season killer because of their age. But like they get into the playoffs, they can be really scary. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah, but do you think they can really win? You know, they got the first man, the first. The Chris, Paul, the Chris Paul curse is real, but you got Steph Curry on your team too. So Chris Paul goes down with an injury. You still got the best shooter of all time and arguably the best player in the NBA. Maybe the best player of all time. So at six at six two, what he's doing is uh, yeah. different for sure. 
So they got a lot of insurance, bro. They got a lot of insurance. A lot. With Steph Curry. As long as Clay stops taking stupid ass shots, but it's cool. Um I, I can't talk shit about Clay. He gave me 30, but uh would you play yeah. would you play against Clay? Freshman year high school. Clay? Freshman year of high school. I got a picture too. Uh he's rising up for a jumper and clearly he made it. I was I, I, I was that. a freshman, not he was a senior, not knowing who he was, honestly, is before any of the social media shit really took off. I had no idea who he was. The only people I knew in LA were like DeMar DeRozan, uh, Brandon Jennings, people like that, that everybody knew. But I didn't know who Clay Thompson was. And he gave me all the buckets. The blues. The blues. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next, speaking of someone else who gave us buckets, um, Kyrie Irving signed with the Mavs. Uh, you know, with lack of interest from other teams, uh, especially for a long-term deal. And um, he signed for three years, $126 million, which a lot of people turn their heads at. Um, what do you think about this deal? Well, honestly, I don't like him in a, in a Mavericks jersey, but I feel like teams are scared of him. I, I don't know what it is, something we don't know about. But you don't know what it is? I mean, we've seen the, the bullshit, but, like, he's a good player. I'm picking him up. I don't see the issue. But, I mean. Bro. All we comes, need, comes with, with, bro. Comes he, baggage, bro. Bro, he took time off when you know. Not, don't get it twisted; it was a big time in history. But he took two weeks off when you know the the protesters stormed the capital of of the United States of America. Something that obviously affected all of us. We were we were we were we were troubled by it, but that's not a reason not to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. On, on I mean, wasn't he losing money? He's losing money though. No, no, because he was excused because it was like a grievance, you know. But I, uh, I, I, can't, I can't miss work for that. But anyways, there's so and many. You can't let your team down. You can't let your team down for that. Exactly. Like, you got to ride with your dog. So as good as Kyrie is, he is not dependable. You know what I mean? So three years, 126 million dollars is a fucking gift, absolute gift. And I'm happy for him. Hey, get your money. But this right here. I think is highly responsible by the Mavs because you just don't know what you're going to get. Don't know what you're going to get. So, and they didn't have to do this. Like, according to reports, there weren't many other teams that were trying to give him top money. So they had all the leverage in this case and they still rewarded him. So hopefully it works out for them. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know with that guy. Yeah, on another Mavs news, they also signed Grant Williams from the Boston Celtics. And yesterday, Matisse Thibel signed an offer sheet from the Mavs, um, and the Portland Trailblazers have 48 hours to match it. So I'm really curious to see where this goes. Matisse Thibel, two-time All-NBA defensive team, Grant Williams, obviously, you know, heart and soul of the uh, Boston Celtics as far as his hustle, his, his ability to shoot threes and also guard the three and the four pretty equally. Uh, but what do you think about these signings? I love him. I mean, you always need players like that to uh, do all the dirty work. Come on now. Defensive players are always a good thing to help you win games. Thibel just, Thibel just has to be able to hit shots. If he is, yeah. he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But that oh, if he hits shots, he's dangerous. Yeah. <clears throat> he shots, he's, dangerous but. He, he's an excellent defender, like one of the best, but he just has to be able to hit shots. So, when when time comes to it, he can stay on the floor, plain and simple. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And next one, this one got pushed down, but pretty 
pretty big time signing, I would say, at the price tag. Russ Russell Westbrook resigns the Clippers two years, eight million dollars. Um, this deal is is pretty good considering the price tag. Um, I just want Russ to accept his role. You know what I mean? He's not he's not top seventy five Russell Westbrook anymore. Wait, he's wait, you, you say you say this is a good deal, the Clippers, the Clippers, right? I mean, given given how much money it is, like I, I like it. Like even if like you say we never had him with the Lakers or whatever, and we signed him to this deal, I would like it. Only because like you don't have you don't have to play him thirty minutes a game anymore, you know, to justify yeah. to justify the salary. Like he was making forty million dollars previously. Yeah, I think he could be a big time, big time role player. Like you said, if he if he buys in into his role, yeah. comes off the bench, plays hard, does what he does. He's a big time piece. That makes him a big time piece. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. Next, next, next up. Uh, the Rockets have been busy in free agency as well. Uh, the Rockets signed Fred Van Vliet to a <laughs> three year, $129 million deal. More than Kyrie Irving. He's making more than Kyrie Irving in this NBA, which, I mean, he's dependable. He goes to work and he's one of the best small, small scoring guards in the league. Um, and they also signed a big signing. Remember, we were making fun of uh, Dylan Brooks, and he's like, hey, good luck in China. You better start speaking Chinese. Yeah. Dylan Brooks signed for four years, $80 million with the Houston. That's Rockets. crazy. No, it's, it's, it's absolutely we're, insane, bro. bro Weren't we hearing rumors that he was going to get kicked? Like, what's up with the rumors? It's rumors. I mean, at the end of the day, rumors. you know, he, he, he's definitely a meddler. And he he knows how to get under people's skin, but this just goes to show that he's a good basketball player, somebody that's valuable to a franchise. Um, I imagine he got other deals and, and other offers, probably less than this, because the Rockets are are at the bottom of the barrel, so they need they need proven key veterans. But um, this shows you that you know he belongs in the NBA. Four four years, eighty million dollars. This is not a minimum deal like Cam Reddish got. Or whatever. This is this is a deal stamping him as an NBA basketball player. So, all in all, I'm happy for him. Like this is this is cool. Like I hope I just hope he wises up and stops talking shit to the best players that to ever play the game. And then no, I love to see it. I love to see him get that money, man. Yep. Love to see him get that money. So next we got a uh, Jeremy Grant signing a long term deal with the Blazers, five years, 150 million dollars. Um, Jeremy Grant. It is is a proven uh, two way player in this league. Um, five years, one hundred fifty million. I feel like the Blazers reached on this one, but I, I feel like they're also trying to appease Dame so they could they could please him to stay, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, but what do you think about the signing? Um, the Portland Trailblazers do whatever they can to keep that man, but I think he's gone. He needs to go to the Heat. <laughs> We'll talk about that. Go get a championship, man. Go get a championship. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. okay. Last, okay. last, last two free agent ones that we can go over. Okay. D Rose signed yeah. a two-year deal with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they wanted some veteran leadership in the locker room to, to you know, try to get John Moran on the right track. Um, and Brooke Lopez resigns with the Bucks and his brother reunites with him in Milwaukee. Robin Lopez also signs with the Milwaukee Bucks. Very good veteran signings for, you know, teams who have championship aspirations. Um, I, I like both of these signings, really. 
D Rose, you know, clearly passes prime, um, can be can be a contributor and also be a calming voice in the locker room. They got Marcus Smart, who is very fiery. And I feel like D Rose is the opposite, you know, can can really level that out. Brooke Lopez going back to the Bucks makes them, you know, they're still a championship contender. He's he's the best three-point shooting center in the league, I think. And he and he was a defensive player of the year candidate last year. Right. I love how the Grizzlies are picking up pieces that, you know, can mentor Ja and uh, bring him away from all the bullshit, man. You know what's going on. I'm like, he, he, needs, he needs mentorship for sure. It's up, for, it's up to him, really, but to surround him with more veterans, this team, in spite of being one of the best teams in the league the last two years, also been one of the youngest. So to have some veteran leadership in there, I'm really excited to see it. All right. Now, we talked about Dame a little bit earlier. Let's talk about these trade rumors, okay? Dame officially requested a trade earlier this week, and his his um, preferred destination is the Miami Heat. Um, well, now, we talked about will they win it all and all that stuff, but the new, new developments yesterday, um, Portland is actually weighing their options in this. They are not just appeasing Dame in this deal. They don't feel like the Miami Heat can give them exactly what they want. So they're shopping, Dame. What do you shopping. mean by that? Like they're they're going, they're they're hearing out other prospective teams besides Miami to see who can give out the best deal to get Damian Lillard. And um, some other teams so, that are, are specifically the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. But this benefits Dame though, right? I don't know, man. To be honest, like it depends. Like. The Phoenix, no, not Phoenix, sorry. Philadelphia 76ers, that means they would have to include James Harden in the trade, who has always already said that he wants to go to the Clippers. Um, so I don't know if that will work. Um, as far as the Celtics, man, they got they got good assets, including Jalen Brown, who they are not signing to a Supermax deal as of yet. I think it's because they are shopping him because – once he signs that Supermax extension, they cannot trade him for a full year. So um, Austin Celtics have assets and picks that they can deal in this one. Uh, 76ers, more player assets like James Harden and Tyrese Maxey. But I don't know. Like, I think the Celtics is a, would be a good trade because they still will be in contention and win a championship. I just don't know to – I just don't know if – if the Sixers are still a championship contender, if they trade James Harden and Tyrese Maxey for him. I mean, hey, look at D said it. Austin ain't loyal to no one. After the Marcus Hart situation, didn't he find out he got traded when he was in bed, sleep? Yes. Found out he was traded <laughs> when he was asleep. Week before, they told him he was safe from trades and he'll be all right. Next thing you know, he woke up like that Mr. Krabs meme, dog. Are you good? <laughs> The Mr. Craftsman. We gotta pull it, man. I gotta see that. Cuz was tripping, dog. Cuz was tripping. Hey, I would have been like that too, bro. Like you you literally like are the heart and soul of this team. Like I like literally. Like he's he's their best defender, just the energy, all that stuff. And feel like he he would have been the key to a championship run if they got there. And now you're in Memphis, which is still a good spot, but like you're you're drafted by Boston. You've been there your entire career. I would have been I would have been pissed. I don't know. Sure. I think that was disrespectful, but it's a business man. 
One one other thing that surfaced yesterday about Portland. You see the Mr. Krabs meme right here? <laughs> Dog. Dog, that's that's exactly how Marcus Smart woke up. Hey, his girl was like, baby, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You got traded. And he was just like it's a blur, man. I don't know what I would have done, bro. But hey, it is what it is. It's the NBA. And you know, it's it's a job, man. You get you you get sent to another department or whatever it may be. What are you gonna say? You're gonna say no. Exactly. Nothing you can do about that. Exactly. Um okay, so so one more thing that, that surfaced yesterday about uh Dame Lillard. Dame's agent Aaron Goodwin, who we know, uh is calling potential teams that Portland might be trying to trade Dame to besides the Heat and telling them that Tell him not to trade for him because they're going to get a, an unhappy player. He's trying to sabotage the whole thing so that he can force his way to Miami. What do you think about that? Man, I said it before. He needs to go there. He needs to win. I'm tired of him staying with Portland and, and losing. He needs to win. I think if he goes to Miami, he, he can no, really win big. But, well, but then the Suns, bro, I think the Suns are in the way. The Suns are really, really good. I like the Suns a lot. Here you go with the Suns. We're not getting into that today, but after the three, bro, they're after the after the three, maybe four with uh with DeAndre Aiden there, but bro, like those guys, those guys that got on the bench are unproven, bro. Unproven, very shallow, very shallow, like Daniel said, bro. Very shallow. I can't, I I can't believe in them until they do something, bro. Because on paper, they're not it. They're not it. And one last injury, season you were right about. Last season you were you got this right. You were right. I'll give it to you. One injury, like God forbid, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, uh, which which they proven to um go out, go down with an injury. This team is done. You know what I mean? Right. You can't bank on that. Can't bank on that, unfortunately. But moving on, one been hearing rumblings about Paul George. Paul George is extension eligible this year. And there's rumblings that the Clippers are very skeptical about extending his contract, which has led to the Clippers possibly shopping him to other teams to trade him to so that he can get that long-term extension. Um, is this a good move by the Clippers, or do you think that they could resign Paul George or extend his contract? I don't think it really matters. I don't see the Clippers winning at all. So <laughs> do what you want, man. Dude, hey, hey, the Clippers are gonna clip. The Clippers are gonna, gonna clip. clip. We always talk about the Clippers are gonna clip. Clippers are gonna clip. Okay, one one thing we missed in free agency, which is which is uh, very relevant to this next topic. Um, Bruce Brown signed a two year, forty five million dollar deal with the um, with the Indiana Pacers. Um, the second year is a team option, which is very advantageous. He got his money. Let's see how he does this year, and hopefully he can keep that second year of the contract. But um, the the Pacers are also making other moves. They actually traded for Obi Toppin for for draft. Oh, I like Obi. Um, I like Obi Toppin a lot. Yeah, Obi was looking for a more expanded role with the Knicks. Didn't didn't get it, and asked for a trade politely, and they granted it to him. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity for him in Indiana with an. With the team who is on the rebuild, I feel like he's really going to get a chance to show if he deserves it. If he deserves a um, an elevator role, what do you think? 
you know, the, the Pacers is a perfect spot for him to show what he's worth. So there's how he can get paid, man. He needs to show up. Nah, I agree, man. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him. New, new beginnings. Let's hope that he goes in there and he gets to do what he wants to do, and he shows what he's got. Honestly, that, that's, that's you all you can ask for. One, wait, Dumbo. You know, one person I wish that was cooking with the Pacers right now had an opportunity. T.J. Leaf. Him too. And Gabe Him York. Too, man. And Gabe York. Gosh. <laughs> Well, Frazier open. ESPN had all the the free agents on on the list, and Gabe was on there. Gabe was on there, and we still haven't seen anything. But hey, you never know. I, I hope that he gets a chance, man. Seriously. Um, all right, all right. Other NBA news: We got some max extensions in the fold for some four-year players, uh, exclusively. Melo and Anthony Edwards lock in the max extensions with their respective teams. Going to make uh, upwards of two hundred and sixty million dollars over five years. Um, this is insane. I'm happy for them, but it's just so crazy, bro. They're like, dudes are they're printing money in the NBA, dog. Max extensions, two hundred sixty million dollars. Uh, it could be worth with it with um, with incentives. Um, obviously, they're both worth these deals. Uh, what do you what do you make of this? Like how, like how what is what does this do to each franchise, and how do you think they're gonna build around these two players? I, I mean, I think Mellow Ball is amazing. I think he deserves it. He's been injured, but we know what it is, bro. He, he's a a big time player. But damn, a quarter of a they're both worth a quarter of a million a billion dollars. That's yeah. insane. I don't know about Anthony Edwards. I'm not. A, I'm not a firm believer in him, but he does have game. But I, I don't know something about him. He just doesn't. I don't know if he can win big with him. Bro, Anthony Edwards is a is an absolute killer. Now, I mean, it, it's not all up to him. Like the 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 Timberwolves have made some bonehead trades in the last few years, trading for Rudy Gobert when you already have a elite center at Car Anthony Towns. They thought it would work. It didn't. And then when Carl Anthony Towns got hurt, they actually played better without him. And I don't think that's a reflection on Carl. It's a really a, um, a reflection on the fact that they have two centers trying to play with each other in this league where, like, you don't really need a big man to thrive. Like, Draymond Green's playing the small ball five for the Golden State Warriors. You got Anthony Davis, who's, who's technically a four-man, only down the middle for the Lakers, so on and so forth. Like, you don't need – a traditional center anymore, let alone let alone two guys hogging up the paint like that. So, I think Anthony Edwards they 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 make the right moves. I think that he could really shine in this league, not just as a player but also his team. You know what I mean? No, you're right about that. I think he for sure needs pieces around him because I don't think he's a Michael Jordan type of dude who can do it on his own. You know, we will, that remains to be seen. But another surprising deal. We talked talk about Ja. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Oh, my gosh. The first $200 million man for the Memphis Grizzlies in team history. He signed for five years, $206 million. Um, hey, I, yes. Did he take Ja's? Is this Ja's money? Is this Ja's money that he took? I, might be Ja's money, man. Ja, ja whiffed on it, man. But 
I, I mean, Jossie, like, do you think Desmond Bain is worth $200 million? I think he's a hard worker. I think he's a leader. Um, a $200 million man, I think Jossie fucked up. Bro, Desmond Bain's not even an all-star, not as of yet. I don't – I mean, being loyal to the soil, I, I mess with it, the Grizzlies. I do. But, like, $200 million. He, hey, he, he's right. He is Jack, though. I saw him. I saw him in Summer League. I think he played in Summer League. Mm-hmm. Last uh, last last year, but he's he's Jack. He's a big body. That's a big boy. Nah, bro. He has he has he has midget arms. His midget arms, bro. <laughs> no, they look they look like midget arms because he's so buff. But he, the Fisher Price, trust, they have he, got, to, he got a little wingspan. High school dog. He looks like a little tyke. <laughs> oh, so you just don't like you don't like him. You're not a fan of this twenty million dollar deal. Uh, either way. I'm not a fan of the $2 million deal, but I am a fan of dudes getting their money. Like, Desmond Bain, like, whatever your agent did to do this for you, bro, you better not fire him because this this is this is the best deal. I'm not saying that you're a bum. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that $200 million for a player like this, um, it's probably – Pretty insane. Probably, it probably also shows the trend of where we're going in the league. The league is actually negotiating a new media rights deal, which will double – the league's media rights income, uh, potentially. Right now, the league actually makes $2.6 billion a year on their media media rights deal, and they're planning to double it. That's insane. So that that means more market share, more, um, more, um, like, more revenue in order to pay pay the players. So we're going to be seeing, seeing deals like this. Like you, like for for guys who are third options, this is the reality of it. Because in the CBA, the the players and the owners damn near split the split the revenue down the middle. That's insane, man. You know That's I mean? insane. So we're gonna see crazy deals like this in years come. So I'm really happy for him. And keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing. Earnings two hundred million dollars. Uh, okay. <laughs> Lastly, this is pretty fun, man. Uh, yesterday, Nike Peace Jam started. Um, it wasn't live, period, yet, uh, but NBA scouts were allowed to come out and watch. So LeBron and Rajon Rondo actually went out and coached LeBron's AAU team, Strive for Greatness, and his son, Bryce James. And I I saw all the daddy ball memes and tweets and threads. Uh, <laughs> threads debuted yesterday. Um, so many jokes on social media about this. What do you think about uh, LeBron coaching his son. Is this daddy ball central or is, is this something that's valuable? Uh, you know what? I mean, he basically owns Nike. So, I mean, you got to respect it, man. I, I like it, but I mean, it is, it is some daddy ball in there. But, um, man, they got a squad. Braden Burries, LZ. We've watched those dudes since I played. They're really good. I know. Really man. good. Yo, know, it, it, it's crazy because, like, you know, in this day and age, you see you see stuff like this. LeBron, this is a new for LeBron. We've seen LeBron a, a few years ago hopping the 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 layup line was trying for greatness. Like, I, I really like this as um, being someone who's involved with their kids' lives. You know, like, yeah, maybe it might be a little over the top, but like, this is this is something that obviously like we won't forget, but. Like the players, right. like like Braden and Elsie and and T, like all them, like 
no matter where they go, they get to say that they got coached by LeBron and Rondo at, at the UIBO. Like I, right. this, these are moments that that people never forget. So I think it's cool. Tom, for I got, a, I got a question for you though. What's up? So this morning I I saw on Twitter or maybe I think Thread the new app Thread, mm -hmm. um, somebody tweeted that they're 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 disappointed that LeBron was coaching and that he didn't have a USA Gold license. Oh yeah, something like that. So yeah, my question is, my question is, would you, would you tell LeBron, hey man, you can't coach because you don't have a gold license? Well, yesterday it wasn't live, so he could he could coach. Oh, okay, so then I you got to fact check. Yeah, hey, you got to go on the threads and fact check them because yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. They were whining saw, on the. On I, the I saw that. Too. I saw that too. Trust me, <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't technically live yesterday, so he could still play. I mean, still coach without having a gold license. But if he's out there today, then we're going to have to fact check them because that, that's illegal. But, I mean, I'm not the feds, right. so I don't care. If they can get away with it, that's up to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. All right. One of our last segments, we got NBA Summer League coming up this week. That's actually where Isaac is headed to right now. He's at the airport. Um you get you, you got you got a slew of new talent and obviously one of the one of the trends we've seen this year is proven players actually playing in summer league like uh like our like our man uh keegan murray who dropped 41 yesterday who are you most excited to see in person at summer league besides victor Wimbledon? man I, that's what i would say victor i'm really excited to see because he's so seven six bro like i've never seen that but now i would say hi man pockets i feel like he's, he's gonna be first real mexican-american to to really make an impact in the league so i'm excited for that you know i'm mexican so yeah hey jaime's yeah. putting jaime's putting on for all the mexican-american basketball players mexicans in general really shout out to my guy caesar salad hey yeah. nba hooper bro hooper hooper in the czech republic uh, there you go I mean, here's the highlights here's the highlights from uh his summer league debut yeah, man, Jaime really put on his first um, first summer league game. Second league game, he was he was a Mr. Krabs meme again. He ran in the bus, saw Keegan Murray, and and you know didn't really show out last game. But you know what? That's what that's what summer league's all about. So it's, it's all about getting your feet wet and adjusting. Um, but all in all, man, I'm I'm really encouraged by what I saw from Jaime in the California Classic to kick off summer league, and I really hope that he comes out and he and he. And he does his thing in Las Vegas. Um, no, for sure. Let's see it. I'm gonna see it live. I'm ready. I'm ready to see what he's what he's worth. And then um, <laughs> some funny news, man. Like I, I really want to see the stat on this. How many guys have actually done this? I, I know back in the day I saw Jabel McGee do this. So for people who don't know, in the summer league, you're allowed ten personal fouls in each game, uh, mainly for evaluation purposes. So you know. NBA GMs and everybody can watch you play. Uh, yesterday, Ochao Agbaji, formerly of Kansas, was the first player this year in the NBA Summer League to foul out. Ten fouls. Eight, he had a double-double, 18 points, 10 fouls, and six turnovers. Damn near had a triple-double with the bad stats. 35% field too. Good dog. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want to. I want to know how many minutes he played. But this is this is a crazy stat. The fact that they put ten fouls on the stat sheet is, is hilarious. And six turnovers too, bro. Like, come on, you gotta take care of the ball, dog. You're you're a shooting guard. <laughs> I mean, we, these are terrible stats, right? It's terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 
all all in all, like I'm really excited to see the rest of summer league. I know you are. You're gonna be up close and personal. Um, I might actually pop out next week on Monday. See who we're working with. Um, all right. Um, lastly, before we get to our streetball club of the week, summer live period is starting today. Um, we saw EYBL kicked off yesterday. So did so did three so SSB. Um, but we have our finales for all the respective shoe circuits and the independents, like the stage, which I'm hosting today. Um, and we had Cooper Flag and Cameron Boozer scribe at the Peace Jam yesterday, and it was it was it was wicked. Um, Cooper Flag got 21 points, 10 rebounds. Um, Cameron Boozer had about the same, but surprisingly so, um, Cooper Flag's team actually came out on top against the Knight Riders at the first day. Wow. No, that looks that that it looks cracking in there. That gym is crazy. Look at the pink. I love the layout. Yeah. But no, this yeah. is a big time. This is a big hey, this is a big time matchup right here. Hey, hey, hey UIBL cool. has has some really good branding. My my question, my thing for you that I didn't know until yesterday is that you know Cameron Boozer has a twin brother, Caden Boozer. But did you know that Cooper Flag actually has a twin brother as well? Ace Flag. I did not know that. Wait, is he, where is he at? Is he on the same team? Or- yeah, Ace Flag actually went off yesterday. He had 22 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists in this game. Oh, was, I see him right there. Is he, is he the same height? He's, he's lengthy like Cooper Flag too? He's, he's a little shorter. He's number 11. But, like, he looked lengthy. Bro, we're, we're talking about Cameron Boozer and Caden Boozer, how good of a twin duo they are. Cooper Flag and Ace Flag are just as good. Um, right. And it came out and showed out yesterday. So shout out to Ace Flag. This is your coming out party, man. Hopefully you get the, the flowers you deserve. They just hating on you because you're from Maine, bro. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. All right. Yeah, bro. But I, I didn't know that. That's, that's... No, it's the same. Is he ranked? Ooh, like, I don't know. I haven't done any research on Ace Flag, but he needs to be ranked. He. He had a double double and one like the biggest game in the summer for that big time game. Yeah, that's a big time game right there. Gosh. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Like Podcast Network channel. Turn on the notifications and ring that bell. All right, Street Ball Club of the Week. Who's going first? Hey, let me go first, man. I'm first. I'm first. All right. All right. Yeah. Check this out, man. Oh, Listen yeah. to this. Every time you can't dribble. Ain't gonna be a next one. Y'all finna lose. Let me show you how to reach. I'm a two-piece coach. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going really to see what you really do. I'm from the GOAT. Yeah, really I'm from San Bernardino. Oh, my God. He's from Medino, baby. Dumbass. Right here. That one, dumbass. He's a little bitch. You're a bitch. Little ass bitch. Little ass bitch. Y'all suck. It's off. Hey man, I love park runs to the fullest. The shit talking, the, the competitiveness, it's all of me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to San Bernardino. That's my guy right there, my brother. Big Ty Glover, man. baby. Ty Glover. Ty Glover. Love him, man. Good to see him out there doing his thing. Great now, clip. Great clip. Now, my clip is from our previous week's host. I mean, 
guest, Justice Griffith, who we talked about playing in the in the the live period this weekend, actually went off yesterday and had a very crazy highlight. Look at it. Uh, uh, uh. Oh my god. Hey man, that's real bounce right there. Real bounce. Now, now this makes it even more impressive because Justice is actually six feet in the program, but you and I both know that uh, I love Justice. He's like 5'10". Yeah, he's like 5'10". Like so yeah. to be able to do this in real game action at the highest level at 3SSB is absolutely crazy. So shout out to Just. They play today. They got a big matchup with, um, I think, uh, no, our 17s play D1 Minnesota. Uh, but I'm really excited for him. I hope he keeps killing out there in South Carolina. Shout out to that man right there. Gabe York's uh, cousin? Cousin, cousin yeah. Little cousin. Yeah. Shout out to Gabe. My guy. Yes, sir. The best right, ones in the family. That's all we have for today. We really appreciate you guys coming through. Um, be on the lookout for our next episode. We're going to take a few weeks off, but uh, we really appreciate you guys. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Streetball. We out.